I had a lot of fun doing last week's episode with Chris, and I wanted to do another one, but based on the DCU films for the release of Wonder Woman 1984. Joining me today for his second appearance on the show is Justin Doyle. Justin is a big DC fan, and he wanted to rank these films with me. Like what me and Chris did last week, me and Justin have ranked our worst to best DCEU films. And now, on with the show. Justin, welcome back. How does it feel to be back on the show again? Well, it's a tremendous honor, honestly. Uh, you are, you know, very talented and, and have uh, great reviews of stuff. And and the podcast is going so well. I really enjoyed the last uh, episode um, about, uh, you know, um, Edgar Wright movies. So I'm excited to talk DCEU with you today. Awesome, awesome. So we're both looking forward to Wonder Woman, right? Oh yeah, 1984 definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, no spoiler or anything, but the first one wasn't bad, so I'm no, excited to see what they have to do with the second. Yeah, I'm I'm, ho- I'm hoping it enters the higher tier on my list. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. I'm excited. Right, you ready to say your number eight? Yeah, so yeah, you should definitely take Anchor since you are the host. Um, Yeah, I'll just start in with uh, my number eight. Um, Just a little backstory of me is uh, growing up, I always had a Superman toy in my hand or a Batman toy in my hand. Uh, It was never like a Marvel, unfortunately. Like I was never introduced to that. I just liked capes and I liked, you know, uh, flying and gadgets and, and so... Superman and uh, Batman were definitely my favorite. Unfortunately, with that being said, coming in at number eight is Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice. Um, Now, when when this movie came out in 2016, it was actually one of my favorite movies of that year, like in the top ten for sure. But I had seen it in IMAX and I had seen it in the movie theater. And so to me, it was just a great movie theater going experience. So uh, it was just beautifully shot and well done. Um, and I didn't even care about the story much, you know, I just was like, Oh my God, Batman and Superman on the screen. Same time. This is, you know, my dream come true as a kid. And, uh, so I loved it. Now, now that all the movies except for Aquaman, for some reason is on HBO max and I don't want to rub it in, but you know, since you guys don't have it, but uh, I was able to rewatch them. And it was weird that you said, Hey, let's do the DCU in order. And I was like, all right, I'm already, you know, I'm already on um, like justice league at that point, actually. So uh, I just sped through the rest of them. Um, so rewatching this now, this is the third time I've seen it. Cause I saw it twice in theaters and this is here at home it didn't have the same effect on me. And actually it really made me upset sometimes with the dialogue and the story. And that actually, since I was at home and was able to enjoy it in a less cinematic experience, it really just didn't hit the same way. There are definitely incredible scenes and action scenes in it, but they are so few and far between that it just wasn't enough to keep it anywhere closer on the list, but number eight. Okay. For number eight, for me, I picked Justice League, but number seven, I picked Batman vs. Superman. Okay. <laughs> I personally thought Justice League was worse. 
it wasn't Zack Snyder's fault at all because of the tragedy that happened in his family. It's just Warner Brothers just picking things they didn't like, which ruined his artistic style, and it gave us that terrible mess. I not only claim this as one of the worst superhero movies, but definitely one of the worst movies of all time. All time? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, oh, jeez. Um, that's incredible. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, well... You know, it's a little bit higher on my list. I can't talk about it yet, but um, yeah, that's unfortunate. What what did you dislike mostly about it? Because me, I have the same sort of uh, angst about it as well. The special effects. Mm-hmm. Um, any like, uh, did you like the acting in it? Did you like the actors? Um, the only two I thought were good were Jason Momoa and Gal Gadot, but I want to get to them more later on. But sure. I do not like Ben Affleck as Batman. Yeah, um, I noticed it when I rewatched Batman versus Superman, and actually even Justice League. I was like, yeah, he's not even like doing a Batman. It seems it's just like Ben Affleck. You know, he's not even really trying to get the cadence that we all know and love of Batman. Um, but I do enjoy Henry Cavill as Superman, and even though in Justice League he wasn't in it that much. Um, yeah. Uh, well, I'll talk about it later. <laughs> so what did you pick for number seven? Number seven. Uh, I chose Shazam. I've, I've got Shazam a little bit more higher at the list, so we'll talk about that in a bit. Yeah. Uh, I want to talk more about Batman vs. Superman. So oh, I sure, talk yeah. about what went wrong with it. Okay. Because... I feel like Jesse Eisenberg ruins the film with his really bad performance. He kept doing this fidgety thing. And it's so not what we know from, you know, other iterations of this character. And it's so Jesse Eisenberg. You know, he doesn't hide himself in it at all. Like, I personally think a a more older actor and a bit more serious actor would have been better as Lex. Sure. I mean, even, yeah. What about, like, a Fassbender, you know? Like, he's really good. He, if he wasn't Magneto, then yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a different universe, right? <laughs> he's, he can play. Um, yeah, I don't, yeah, Batman v Superman, it's just, it, it was a spectacle. It's a great film. Um, as far as like what it, what it went to do, but it's just, it hit, hit it, missed on so many marks. Um, and uh, the rewatchability, I was just not happy with it. So I think it, it's important, like what your guest said last week about rewatchability. Have you watched the both? Have you watched the extended version of it? Yeah, I haven't. Did you see that one? Did uh, yeah, it? I owned it on Blu-ray. I brought it on Blu-ray when it came out. Nice. Yeah, I'm sure on Blu-ray, you know, it, it it's it's beautiful. It's beautiful. I'm sure it looks great on Blu-ray, but um yeah. Unfortunately, missed the mark here. Um so do you want me to wait to talk about Shazam or Uh yes, yeah, so I've got that a bit more higher on the list. Uh what's your number 6? Justice League. Perfect. So, why did you think uh, Justice League was better than Batman versus Superman? Uh, it's the Marvel factor. It's them all together, you know, uh, as far as like fighting together. Uh, you have new additions, 
we get to see more of Aquaman. We get to see more of Wonder Woman. We get to see the Flash, uh, who is I really like that actor. Um, Ezra I mean, Miller. Yeah, Ezra Miller. He's really good, in my opinion. I loved him in uh, We Need to Talk About Kevin. I love that film. And oh, it's incredible. Um, and he's so good in it. And I think he elevates that performance because he's not doing his normal Ezra Miller stuff. He's actually having fun with it and is more charactery. And he's kind of the the joke for the for the movie. Um, but uh, I can't stand the uh, the villain. Is oh, just join the club. Join the club. Steppenwolf is is so bad. Like, why? Why are you bringing this into this? You know, and like, why now? Uh, I mean, it was just. I feel like it just was too soon for that character. Don't. It's just give us something more simple. It, and then it was like easier to 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 kill him off than anything. And it's just, yeah. Um, I just. Uh, I like all of them on on screen together, and we didn't have to worry about uh, you know Batman v Superman um, and that whole Martha debate in this one. Um, yeah, it's just the Marvel feel to it, just all together kicking butt and getting to see more of the um, the really good added additional characters into the universe. Are you looking forward to the Snyder Cut? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not, I don't care as much as a lot of people do. You know, it was when they first announced it, everyone was going crazy on all the film stuff, but, um, I don't know. I don't, I don't care. I don't, I don't know. Do we need it? <laughs> is Steppenwolf not going to be in it? <laughs> I mean, is there, is it going to make it any better? I don't know. Um, I guess we'll just have to find out. Are you excited for it? Yeah, I'd say so. I just want to see, see what they can. It because I felt like it had potential that was completely wasted down. Right. Yeah, yeah, I, I totally agree. I think it it had so much that it could have done, and it just didn't. It just missed the mark. Um, the movie itself is already two hours, so I wonder how long it's going to be. Yeah, yeah. So coming back to the concept and like the characters, this brings me to my number six uh, pick, uh, Suicide Squad. It is my number five. Perfect. Can we talk about that next? Yes, let's talk about Suicide Squad. Go ahead and uh, you set it up and I'll bookend it. The concept is brilliant. The cast is there. But they ruin it with the idea. Yeah. I mean, the cast is stellar. It is stacked. I think you can put them up against the Justice League and you would say that the people in Suicide Squad are more popular and even better actors overall, right? Because Will Smith, Jared Leto, Margot Robbie, Viola Davis, of course. Um, uh, yeah, th- this one was fun. I really like I have this shirt on, <laughs> Suicide Squad. Um, oh, I well, got, the- I got Killing Joke. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just for today, and um, yeah. uh, it is fun. Uh, I love Will Smith; he's one of my favorite actors. So I most I enjoy most of his films. I thought he was incredible in this movie. I mean, this is an action movie, and he's an action star. You know, he is. He is. And, he's a brilliant um, action star. Uh, and then Margot Robbie, 
Oh, I love Margot Robbie. This one was a lot more fun. It actually is the only Academy Award winner uh, out of the eight uh, for best um, makeup. So (laughs) it's funny to say that Suicide Squad is an Oscar winner, but uh, it is, you know. Um, Did you you think it failed in some areas? Um, Uh, With the Joker, I think he should have had a better design, and I think he should have been more in it. I really enjoyed the hand over, you know, the mouth laugh. Um, but it just, you're right. He wasn't as, as good as, uh, all the other iterations that we've seen. No, and, definitely and not. And I was glad with Joaquin Phoenix's portrayal in Joker last year. Right. And, but it's an unfortunate be- for Leto because he had to f- go right after Ledger, you know, and obviously you can't beat that. No, uh, nobody can beat Heath Ledger. Right. And, uh, yeah, Joaquin Phoenix didn't necessarily do a better job than Heath Ledger, but he did a different version of Joker and did it well. And they both deserve their Oscars for it. Oh, 100%. 100%. I mean, I like Jared Leto. He is a good actor. But I yeah, he deserved don't think his he suited the Joker as well as he could have. Yeah. They should have made it even more of a minor character. Less, you know, just maybe not even in it that much. So then we wouldn't be so distracted by it. Yeah. But the uh, action in this movie is really good. The weaponry is awesome. Um, you know, all the characters with their different superpowers are amazing. Um, this one's fun. Yeah. Uh, are you looking forward to James Gunn's sequel? Oh, yeah. Is <laughs> John Cena's in it, I think. <laughs> I'm a wrestling fan. Um, but yeah, there, it's an, a huge cast and it is going to be probably better than the first. So yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited Definitely. and you can't go wrong with a James Gunn film. So, uh, number five for me is Birds of Prey. All right. Uh, what's your number four pick? Is Wonder Woman. Oh, my number four pick is Aquaman. Okay. <laughs> Uh, do you want to talk about Shazam? Because that's my third. Okay, sure. Okay, so what didn't you like about Shazam compared to me? Because I like Shazam quite a lot. Yeah, it was. It's a. It's actually a really good movie, and uh, it's. I love Zachary Levy. I watch Chuck every every episode, um, and I thought he was a lot of fun in this. Uh, it, it was because it's just fine. It's a it's a fine origin story. Uh, it's to me reminded me of like a Doctor Strange origin story where, hey, this is good. This is good. Something we haven't seen before, right? Uh, but it's it's just yeah, it was it was just fine. Like, but Doctor Strange is not anywhere near on my top like even ten favorite Marvel movies. But it was it was, it was good. Nothing spectacular, you know. I um, his powers are cool. Uh, like yeah. big, you know, the movie big. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Superhero version of big. Yeah. And, um, it just, yeah, it, it's just fine. Nothing blew me away about it. It is so, and it's, you know, it's one of the only ones that doesn't look, it looks just like a movie. It has no other coloration to it, you know? Yeah. Where all the other movies, Zach, it has the Zack Snyder look or it has colorful looks from, you know, like Suicide Squad and, and Birds of Prey. Uh, but this was just so, it was fine. It was a good movie. It was in my top, uh, uh from the year it came out, like top 15. It was, it was a good movie. 
Yeah. What did you uh or Mark Strong? Yeah, Mark Strong. I, I think he's a great actor. I actually thought he fit really well into the story and the whole thing. Um yeah, I he kinda had like similar powers, I guess. Uh but uh no, he's great. I always like Mark Strong. Uh so what did you like most about this then? Because this is your third one? Yes, uh, this is my third one so far. I'll get to the other ones I mentioned on this list later. Yeah. I don't know, I do feel like Shazam, like you said, feels more of a movie than a product. Definitely. It's it's good. If I was, like, like you know, 14, <laughs> 12, it would, this movie, that would have been a fantastic movie. That's like watching a, a Superman, you know? Uh, it's or it's it's a kid's dream come to life because you be you get to be a superhero. Um, yeah, it's just yeah. It, I thought it was just a good movie. Okay, okay. What did you put down for number three? Is Birds of Prey. Okay, do you want to talk about that next? Sure, let's do it. So I've recently rewatched Birds of Prey. Just finished it last night. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like. It's better than Suicide Squad, but it could have been a lot better in itself. Um, it's one of the shorter ones. It's very beautiful. Uh, it has she she shines. Margot Robbie shines in this movie, but so does you know Rosie Perez. I think she's really good in this movie, and you know Mary Elizabeth Winstead is so badass. Um, yeah, yeah, I mentioned her on my uh, show last last week. Right, yeah, for. Um, Scott Pilgrim. Uh, Scott Pilgrim, of course. Uh, and then, you know, I'm a sucker for Ewan. One of my favorite movies is Moulin Rouge, so Ewan McGregor is always one of my favorites. Um, Ewan McGregor is called one of my favorites of Trainspotting. Oh, God, love Trainspotting, yeah. Uh, such a crazy, crazy movie. Um, no, but I just, I like this one. This one was a lot of fun. It had, I love the colors, the action was great. I... I am huge on fights that are more real in a fake world, if that makes sense. So I like man versus man or woman versus woman or man versus woman, not, not whatever, like Steppenwolf, like just this entity. We have no idea what it is or where it comes from. Um, I know it's a fake world, but I want as it to be as real as possible, if that's even possible. And, and this one had that. It was, her versus, you know, Ewan, and she's no longer with the Joker anymore, uh, so she doesn't have that uh, that security, and she just has to watch her back, and she, you know, needs people to help, and she does. She gets a whole group of them, and they actually all are, in their own ways, Harley Quinns, which is, you know, somebody who's a servant to somebody else. Like, they yeah. all are that way, so they kind of came together, and they they're you know birds of prey. Yeah, yeah. It's I kind of like I kind of like how it sets up. It just the only problem is they don't become the birds of prey till the end. Yeah, yeah. I know, and they all have like bird names too, and they all and then that's when it's like, oh, okay, well, it makes sense. That they're all birds of prey. It's funny how they changed the title of this because it started out with and the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. Yeah, but. Be- but- Nobody can say all that, so they changed it to Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey, I think they changed it to at one point because it wasn't making enough money. 
Yeah, unfortunate. But this this will be in a lot of people's top ten this year, I think, because over because we haven't gotten much else. But I think this will be in a lot of people's top ten. Yeah, yeah, it'll it'll probably be in my top twenty anyway. Yeah, it's yeah. a it's a fun watch. Yeah. Uh, what did you put for number two? Aquaman. I, I number two for me, uh, Man of Steel. So. Uh, do you want to talk about Aquaman? Because I would have put Aquaman as number one. I almost put it at number one as well. But, uh, yeah, Aquaman is number two. I just feel like with Aquaman, it tries to be a good film, but feels dragged out in places and could have been cut down. Yes. yes and I definitely. feel like every fight scene... Starts off really well, but ends really bad, too. I can see that, yeah, yeah. But there's a lot of it. There's so much fight scenes uh, and action going on in this. And it's it's beautiful. Their underwater war at the end is just, it's it's beautiful. It's like a work of art. <laughs> it is. Uh, this is what I like about Aquaman. It is beautiful to watch. Visually, it's fantastic. It's just... The story lets it lets it down. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, the story's fine for me. It's nothing like I definitely didn't care about the love interest at all. But um, you know, Nicole Kidman's one of my favorite actresses, so get to see her more. Uh, but him him finding himself his true place it, it was was fun to go along that journey with him and. He's badass, right? I mean, even from the beginning, he's just, you know, in the submarine. I mean, he's, that's what I'm talking about. Man versus man, like one-on-one. He took out, you know, 12 guys and we're just like seeing, he's like Jackie Chan, you know, (laughs) taking out so many guys all at once. Um, He's, he's incredible. I love. And let's not forget he survived a, a torpedo to the chest. That's Yeah. Absolutely. He can take a lot. And he does take a lot in this. Um I love when they're uh you know, when they have the bottle and they're looking for the next clue and they're in that little area right before he has the fight with um Black Mamba, I think. Yeah. Uh that area was so pretty and so awesome and then they just destroyed it and that fight is so cool and um Alright, that's yeah. probably the best fight in the film. That was really good. Uh, I also enjoyed when he fought, um, you know, the other king guy, their first oh, brother. Well, yeah, I think that's a spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, he fights his brother the first time, though. That was really cool. And then you actually see him out of water. And you're like, wait a second, how is he able to, to do this, you know? Uh, and then we find out later why. There's another point I want to make about Aquaman. It feels similar to another film that came out that year, a film called Black Panther. <laughs> uh, yeah, a little bit of uh, Becoming Kings. Yeah, and the, like, the fight and the whole hyper-technology side and everything. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right, yeah. Uh, obviously done a little differently. Um, but yeah, we also have Willem Dafoe in this movie, right? He's incredible. Uh, he is, he's a ball Yeah. Um, 
and then I, I just I have to say the last battle scene on top of the uh, on top of the submarine is such great cinematic art. It is so awesome. It's one of the coolest fight scenes. You know, I really enjoy that. And uh, it's not about it's not about retribution or anything or taking somebody and like uh, he he he's a good superhero because he doesn't want to like kill people. He just wants them to learn their lesson and know their place. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's your number one? Man of Steel. And that's my number two. My number one is Wonder Woman. Wonder so Woman do you want to talk about Man of Steel first? Sure, yeah. Wonder Woman was my number four. But yeah, Man of Steel is my number one. Uh, rewatching all these movies, you know, Man of Steel was the first one. And after, I actually hadn't seen it before. Like I, you know, I'd seen it in the theater and I think I like fell asleep. <laughs> and so I didn't really remember much about it. So this was like a first viewing for me and I just loved it. I think Hen- oh, Henry. Oh, that's could- why you did your. What the V review? That's right. It's because I hadn't, I hadn't really like seen it, like sat down, watched it all the way through, and and you know really got what it was carrying the other seven movies for. <laughs> yeah, uh, I just loved it. I mean, Henry Cavill is he's such a char- charismatic guy. Uh, he looks like Superman. He does. He, just he does. Looks like him, and you know. This cast is huge. We have one of my all-time favorites, Kevin Costner. <laughs> he was actually uh, good to see for man's uh, dad. Yeah, absolutely. And cuz he's so he's so genuine and real, you know, and that's what his dad needs is is somebody that can really take care of yeah. him like that. Yeah. But Amy Adams, I can take her reliever. Uh yeah. Michael Shannon. Michael Shannon. He's great at playing badass. So good. Also, Diane Lane and um, Russell Crowe. And Lawrence Fishburne, the legend himself. Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah. I mean, it's the it's one of the best overall casts. You know, I feel like um, Marvel doesn't do that this that much, whereas they get really good actors to be in their movies for sub characters. You know, I think they did it once with Anthony Hopkins, right? They yeah. need they should do that more with like really, really solid actors like uh like Kevin Costner and yeah, Lawrence Fishburne. Um Lawrence Fishburne was in the second Ant Man film. Really? What was what was his part? He was the Bill Foster. Hank's old uh, friend. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I kept thinking of John Wick. <laughs> sorry, sorry. No, no, no. Um, I recently watched Man of Steel re- recently, mm-hmm. and I think it's the only film on this list I would consider cinematic. It was it pioneered the rest of the the series here. Um, it, it, Zack Snyder adds that his hue to it that he always has in his movies, but this wasn't to blown out you know it was so smooth and simple and actually the story is it matters you know you actually are invested in it and you see it all the way through and again he's one of those guys he doesn't want to murder you and get retribution he just wants he wants you to you know be 
he wants you to know your place and like not kill everybody, you know? Exactly. Uh, exactly. I so, just, uh, yeah, he's so charismatic. Uh, yeah. And all the acting in it is, is incredible and the story is fun. And you're right. It is a, a cinematic masterpiece overall. Yeah. But my favorite out of all the DCE films, Wonder Woman. Yeah. This one was in my top. It was going to be number two until I rewatched all the movies and then saw Aquaman and then Birds of Prey again. Um, but yeah, this is a great film. Go ahead and you're number one. It's my number one because I really like Diana's story arc and how she learns to trust men. And I like the World War One setting. I really like the relationship between Diana and and Steve and I love the start with her hidden island. I love the hidden island. I love all of whatever happens on there, even the death. It's so good on that island. I feel like if the first film was made just on that island and then she ends going off with Steve, that would have been brilliant. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, bringing her into the world really, uh, uh, to our world really hindered it a little bit for sure. But yeah, keeping um, Robin Wright around for, you know, most of the movie and showing how badass these ladies are on this island would have been incredible. It would have. It would have. But the other scenes in it are still really good. Yeah, the the war setting is awesome. Um, the production design is super amazing. But it for me, why I was fourth is because of the villain. Thank you. That I would have knocked it down a little bit. But I do love the story of Diana. Yeah. And she's great and she's, you know, super sexy and badass and she has awesome powers. You know, she has, she's, she's one of the better, like, female superheroes out there, you know. Definitely. Like, she beats all the Marvel girls for sure. Oh, 100%, 100%. Uh, but yeah, the villain, not, not my favorite. <laughs> I yeah. mean, it's not as bad as Steppenwolf, but... No, um, no, it's not as bad as Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf. I just... I like the idea that he was in the shadows. I just didn't like him in the suit. Yeah. And I think when you send David Lewis as Lupin in Harry Potter, that's all you really stick with him in your head. And yeah. um, I still saw him as Lupin. I didn't take it seriously. <laughs> yeah, uh we're actually watching those. We're on, we just watched The Order of the Phoenix last night or the other night and uh yeah, we're we're going through them. Yeah, he's so good. I think he's a great actor. I thought he was a good actor uh, you know, as the the general or whatever before he became the suit guy. Um, yeah. I thought it was really good. And I love his his right-hand lady, you know, the one with the half like mask. Like she's she was really good in that movie. Yeah. Uh but you're right, their chemistry together, her and Chris Pine is is really good, very believable. Um you know, they had a great love moment. And and this time yeah, I actually did care about the love story a little bit, you know, cuz I like them together. And they're yeah. both from different worlds, right? And different elements and and learning from each other and uh adapting 
because he how does he know about this like crazy island with all these Wonder Woman on, women on it, and she doesn't know our world, you know? Exactly. Okay. Do you want to run them down real quick? I'll run down my. Uh... Yeah. So number eight for me is Justice League. And I have Batman versus Superman: Dawn of Justice. Number seven for me is Batman versus Superman. And I have Shazam. Number six for me is Suicide Squad. And I have Justice League. Number five for me is Birds of Prey. And my number five is Suicide Squad. My number four is Aquaman. I have Wonder Woman in that slot. Uh, Number three is Shazam. And I have Birds of Prey. Number two for me is Man of Steel. Number two for me is Aquaman. And number one for me is Wonder Woman. And mine is Man of Steel. Makes me sound sexist. <laughs> so, uh, so if we look at our, compare our lists, they are very different, aren't they? They sure are. Very, because last week your guys's was so, so, you know, similar, uh, except for your number one. And I, we almost had the same number one, which is nice. But, uh, yeah, ours is definitely different. Um, I have, mine's mostly about the, the, how I feel watching it and, and going through, like, did I have a great time? Was I hooting and hollering? Am I being like, oh my God, this is crazy. You know, stuff like that. Um, then that's really what makes me love a movie. Um, I try to do a bit of both personally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, but so like Shazam again, it's a great movie. It just they were, didn't blow me out of the water, like um, yeah, like Aquaman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, before before we shoot, uh, what are your thoughts on Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four? You gonna watch in cinema? Or you gonna stream on HBO? Yeah, uh, so I live in Los Angeles, and we are under um, stay-at-home order right now, and there's no movie theater even close to us that's open. Um, There are drive-ins that are open. I don't think they're going to show that one necessarily. They might, but it is going to be on HBO Max, so I'll be able to watch it. I'm going to be, you know, doing, yeah, I do a a weekly podcast with um, the Pond Theater, and we're going to be watching that one in Seoul that day. But I'm really excited for it. Uh, I don't watch trailers, so I don't, there was that teaser one where, uh, about the trash can, you know, there's like that joke about the trash can. That's the only thing I've seen about it. I don't, I don't like watching trailers because I think it ruins, it ruins the movie. It ruins the experience. So uh, I don't know, um, what it is or what it is even about, but I'm excited. Uh, you know, the first one, definitely your number one was a great movie. Um, I'd like to see what they do with the second one. Kind of looks a little bit like a, uh, Thor Ragnarok look feel to it. Yeah. I get what you mean. Yeah. The coloring. So yeah. How about you? What do you think? I'm looking forward to it because I'm hoping they improve in the areas they've missed out on. Like the villain. Like mm-hmm. the villain. <laughs> uh, are you going to go to a theater or can you? Hopefully, if I can, yes. Very good. Yeah. Right, I'm going to leave it there, uh, Justin. Thank you very much for coming on to the show. I can't Come believe on. I'm uh, on a second time. This is great. I mean, anytime you want to talk movies, I'm I'm available. And, awesome. uh, 
Thank you so much for having me on. See you soon, Justin. Thank you, Justin, for appearing in today's episode, and thank you very much to everybody who listened to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and check out the other episodes. Thank you very much to all that have listened. Till next time, bye-bye.